0: Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. take our Bibles turn to Revelation chapter 21, the book of Revelation uh, 21. We've been imagining and we're going to continue to imagine the, all that God has prepared for us out of scripture, testimonies, different... Uh, songs that we sing worship that we do uh, about heaven, that that sure place, that steady place. Uh, Twenty years ago, uh, yesterday morning, I was in the office early, uh, like I'm always, uh, reading, praying, studying, walking with God. Uh, when at 846, the alerts and the news and uh, about a, a, a plane hitting uh, one of the towers. And I was in disbelief. It was one of those... Kind of a Norson Wells War on the Worlds type. Boy, is it real? I can't believe with FAA how that's even possible for that to happen. I uh, quickly drove home just to uh, see Shar. And as I was uh, driving back, uh, uh, very just stopped in, coming back, uh, I remember on Ebenezer Road when I was listening to the radio, uh, that second plane hit that second tower. And I know you know exactly where you were when that happened. Uh, And I think that all of us, at that time, my uh, disbelief turned to anger. Uh, Anger, uh, an intentional act, that that terrorist uh, attack on uh, our soil. And and then about an hour later, when uh, that first tower collapsed, and then 30 minutes later, that uh, second tower collapsed, that disbelief turned to anger, that anger turned to horror. Uh, I think we were all shaken on that day. I don't think we should ever forget. I think we should always remember that we were all shaken on that, that Tuesday morning. I remember that uh, next Sunday morning we turned in our Bibles collectively to Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, we gathered our hearts around verse 27, and this word uh, yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain uh, wherefore, we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Uh, and as we all had a little bit of uh, uncertainty, anxiety, that, that new normal, uh, all of us gathered our hearts, we focused them on things that can never be shaken, uh, things that will never be moved. In fact, uh, in the passage, uh, we focused our hearts, one, loving God's Son. Uh, it's in that passage that says, Jesus Christ, the same Yesterday, today, uh, and forever. And of course, Malachi, I'm the Lord, I change uh, not. Uh, Those islands of stability, we focused our heart uh, loving God's son, and then we uh, rededicated our life to learning God's word. Learning God's word. It's in that passage, Hebrews 12, there uh, at the end of the chapter where we see phrases like, Refuse not him that speaketh, whose voice then shook the world. Uh, referring to pastors, they should preach the word of God. Uh, it's in there that says, Be not carried about uh, with divers and strange doctrines. And of course, uh, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled uh, uh, in heaven. And so uh, during that nervous time, that instability, that time where uh, people were shaken, uh, we wanted to focus our hearts on things that can never be shaken. Uh, loving God's Son and learning God's word and then uh, leaning on God's protection is that passage. All in that passage uh, that says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Uh, I will not fear. The Lord is my helper. Uh, I will not fear what man can do unto me. But then, uh, the tie to today, the fourth point was looking for God's home. Uh, Looking for God's home. Uh, Abraham looked for a city that hath foundations, can never be shaken. That hath foundations whose builder and maker uh, is God. And of course in that passage it says, we receive a kingdom that cannot be moved. Uh, let not your heart be troubled. Heaven is real. But heaven is eternal, heaven can never change. So uh, this morning, 20 years later, uh, I, I want to again gather our hearts and uh, focus in our text, in our passage, in our series uh, about heaven, about heaven. Uh, Look at verse number 1, Revelation 21. uh, Look at verse number 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, the things that were made, the things that were shaken, uh, the the new heaven, the new earth now standing strong. Uh, Look at the last phrase. And there was no more sea. Put down point number 1, if you will. Things that are here that won't be uh, there, six of them, and then, Uh, lastly we'll look at things that are uh, there that we can have here and so uh, the first thing that's here that won't be there number one no more sea no more sea Uh, verse number one uh and there was no more sea it kind of sounds like an odd statement that first statement that god gives to describe heaven no more sea uh, no more sea uh, until you realize most all of the apostles were fishermen uh, and that sea represented work. it's basically God saying, uh, neither there sh- shall there be any more nine to five, uh, neither shall there be uh, any more punching uh, the clock uh, that that company you go to, that uh, no more sea speaks of our work, uh, but then also no more sea speaks of our worries, uh, our worries. Uh, the storms on that sea, that sea of Galilee, that nervousness at times that they had, that uh, uncertainty, families wondering if if dad, if husband was going to come home at night. uh, Remember that one storm that they were in when they said, Master, save us, we perish. Master, save us, we perish. And so no more sea uh, speaks of work. No more sea speaks of our worries Uh, as waves were crashing and thunder booming and lightning flashing and that that ship was rocking. Master, save us, we perish. Hey, in heaven, uh, there's no more sea. There's no more sea. Talking of our work, talking of our worries, the one I like best, though, is talking about our remembrance of sins, our, our remembrance of sins. Uh, in Malachi, there's an interesting verse that says, he cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. He cast all their sins, talking about forgiveness, uh, talking about that That. that Uh, imputation, God taking away, Uh, the Lord laid on him uh, the iniquity of his law, he cast uh, all their sins into the depths of the sea, Uh, and then in case there's any question mark about uh, will will we still have them, will we remember them, Uh, I think God is back-referencing this, saying, hey, not only is there no more sin, there's going to be no more uh, sea, I threw them in there and I got rid of that. Uh, I threw them in there, and I got rid of that. Uh, you're not going to be looking at a sea remembering, well, man, I remember the sin that was cast in there. I, I Man, I, how I lived there, and, and that, that iniquity, that transgression, that time of my, my, life, my life there. Uh, God says, I want it to be so gone and forgotten. Uh, in heaven, there's no more sea, and thank God for that. Some things that are here that won't be there. Look at verse number 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. All tears. Number one, things that are here won't be there. No more see. Things that are here won't be there. Uh, put down number two, no more tears. No more tears. Someone said that tears are a hurt heart that's leaking out. Tears are a hurt heart that's leaking out. That sorrow over broken homes and uh, broken dreams and uh, broken health, broken marriages and broken promises. Those tears that, that, that come out. And by the way, uh, it's not just going to be God meeting us with, with puff tissues or Kleenex tissues so that uh, we can dry our own eyes. I love the fact that it says, uh, and God shall wipe away all tears. God, with his divine thumb, boy, wiping those tears away. No more sea. Uh, No more tears. No more sea. Uh, No more tears. Put down number three. No more death. Look at verse number four again. Uh, What's here won't be there. What's here, some things here won't be there. Uh, No more death. Look at verse four. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. Say that with me. No more death. Say that with me. No more death. Who are you thinking about when you're thinking about heaven? Uh, If you haven't texted in that picture, we'd love for you uh, to text in that picture so they can be a part of this. Uh, No see, no tears, no death, no death. Uh, Death today is such a normal part uh, of our existence. Friends die, uh, family dies, spouses die, children die. But in heaven, no more death. Uh, No more death. My uh, wife and I were in uh, Wichita, outside of Wichita, about 30 miles, Kingman, Kansas, where uh, the family cemetery, where my my mom grew up, we uh, went there and placed her final remains to rest there uh, in that cemetery, and just the finality of it, the finality of it. Yes, Texas, we had a memorial, but here, boy, it was just different, the finality of it. Uh, I'm so glad that in heaven, neither shall there be any more death, Uh, no sea, no tears, uh, no more death. Look at verse 4 again. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Say it with me. Uh, Neither shall there be any more uh, pain. By the way, if you've watched a a parent or a grandparent, uh, as they degrade health-wise and the dementia and then the struggles, the sickness, the illness, Boy, that can at times be even worse uh, than the death. And you've prayed it before. God, if you're not going to heal them, take them. God, if you're not going to heal them, take them. Because when you take them, they will be permanently healed. They will be uh, eternally healed. And, uh, and here in heaven, uh, not only no more see, no more tears, no more death. Hey, in heaven, no more pain. I, I have had people ask me, um, it, it's uh, just a little scar from about there, goes all the way around the corner to, to over here uh, with that compound fracture that I had. And they how's the arm doing? How's the arm doing? Well, to be honest with you, uh, it was doing well, but now it kind of aches. And every once in a while, uh, I feel like the metal inside of it's clicking a little bit. And uh, depending on what the weather's like, I feel it. And uh, I'm at the age now where uh, if I have a new pain, it's not about getting rid of it. It's, okay, now I have to put up with that the rest of my life. And so uh, that, that pain, that pain. Uh, and in heaven... In in heaven, it's not going to be replaced. That steel uh, bar and uh, and the eight screws that are there, uh, it's not going to be replaced with uh, vibranium from Wakanda. It's not going to be replaced with adamantium, Wolverine. It's not going to be replaced with Best Carve, made Lord. Hey, it's going to be taken out. I'm going to have a brand new arm. Wait, no more pain, no more pain. Asthma doesn't cloud the lungs. There, no more pain. Uh, Arthritis doesn't uh, uh, hurt the joints there, no more pain. Uh, Bronchitis doesn't uh, hinder the breathing, no more pain. Cancer doesn't attack the body, no more pain. Infections don't infect the bloodstream, no more pain. Headaches don't pain the temple, hey, no more pain, no more pain, no more pain. Uh, I'm so glad that in heaven there's stuff here that won't be there. Aren't you glad? Uh, No more, no more seeds. Uh, No more, uh, no more tears. uh, No more, no more uh, death and no more pain. The leaves from the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. Uh, Again, verse number four. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. No more heart problems. No more kidney failures. Uh, No more uh, uh, pain. Uh, Osteoporosis, no more uh, angioplasty, no more uh, suffering, no more sickness, no more doctors, no more hospitals, no more, no more emergencies in the middle of the night. Aren't you glad in heaven? Why, no more sea, no more tears, no more death. Neither shall there be any more uh, pain. And and so, uh, just walking through a little bit of verse chapter twenty-one, and then chapter twenty-two. Things that are here that won't be there. Things that are here that won't be there. Uh, No more uh, sea, no more tears, no more death, uh, no more pain. Look at chapter 22, look at verse number 5, and I love the way God approaches this. Uh, Well, let me start out saying about what you have here that won't be there, what you have here that won't be there. Uh, Verse number 5, and there shall be no night there. Uh, And there shall be Revelation 21, Revelation 22, next four weeks there, uh, walking through those scenic overlooks of heaven. And uh, number five, uh, and there shall be no night, no night there. Uh, And they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. For the night of uncertainty, Uh, the night of not understanding, Uh, The night of confusion, you've been there when a terrible tragedy hits and you're kind of in the dark, Uh, in in the dark about what's going on and why did that happen, and and I don't understand that. Uh, The company's downsizing and you're in the dark, you're in the dark, Uh, you're in the dark about uh, will I keep my job or will I lose my job? What's the situation of that job? I I think it references that in uh, Corinthians when it says, now we see through a glass darkly, darkly. But then, uh, face to face, now we know in part we're in the dark. Our our understanding is kind of clouded. uh, But then shall we know even as we are known. Uh, And by the way, the reason that we're not in the dark there uh, is because the Lamb of God is the light thereof. God giving us understanding. God giving us clarity. God helping us to get it. Uh, In heaven, there's no night of uncertainty. There's no night of questioning why. There's no night of looking for answers. There's uh, no night of uh, it not making sense. It's kind of a a, a dark place, a cloudy place. In heaven, things that are here that won't be there. Uh, No more sea. No more tears. No more death. No more pain. No more night. Uh, Let me give you a sixth one. Things that are here that won't be there. Things that are here that won't be there, no more curse. No more curse. Look at verse number 3 of chapter 22. No more curse. And there shall be, say it with me, no more curse or the effects of sin. Uh, The curse of sin. The byproduct of sin. No more curse. No more curse. No more evil in the world. Uh, No more terrorist attacks. Uh, No more murder, no more rape, no more crime, uh, no more, no more, uh, no more uh, curse. Today, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Uh, And that's for those of us who are saved. But in heaven, we're not going to be prone to wander. Uh, In heaven, uh, there's no sin, there's no curse, there's no night, there's no tears, there's no death, there's no pain. Why, heaven is absolutely... Uh, Absolutely a wonderful place. Hey, no wonder he said, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Uh, Do you know the song that says there's a land that is fairer than day? And by faith we can see it afar, for the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. Uh, I love the other song that says, There's coming a day when no heartache shall come. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. Uh, All is peace. Uh, All is peace. Uh, All is peace. There must be no social media there. Uh, All is peace. No news channels there. Uh, All is peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day that will be. Boy, in heaven, uh, there are things here that won't be there. There are things here, and all those pictures you see, they're experiencing that now. Things that are here that won't be there. But before we close, let me give you a few things that are there that we can have here. Some things that we don't have to wait for. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. uh, On earth as it is in heaven. Uh, Things that are there that we can have here. Hey, we don't have to wait for them. We can have a little bit of heaven in our heart. You say, well, pastor, uh, give me me one of them. Number one, uh, write it down. We can have the same presence of God here. We can have the same presence of God here. Back in chapter 21, Flip back that one, that one page, if you will, verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Mentioning the tabernacle here and then the temple in verse number 22. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. You know we can have that now. Uh, And he shall be with them and they shall be his people. God himself shall be with them and be their God. Uh, In heaven we physically walk with him and talk with him and love on him. But here today, here today we can spiritually walk with him and talk with him and love on him now today we don't have to wait till then and i think a little bit of the reason why we're so out of kilter in this world is because we're not experiencing heaven in our heart here hey the presence of god uh, you don't have to wait uh, until there Uh, you see the tabernacle in verse number three look down at verse number 22 and i saw no temple therein i saw no temple therein For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. The temple for the Jews, a reminder that you couldn't approach God. That veil couldn't approach God. You uh, had to be represented by a high priest that could go in. Uh, You couldn't approach God. And of course, uh, when the crucifixion happened, the gospel, death, burial, uh, resurrection, the veil uh, torn in two from top to Hey, God ripping it in two saying, come boldly to the throne of grace. Boy, come on in. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Listen, we can have that personal relationship uh, with God, walking and talking and fellowshipping and loving on him. Things that are here won't be there. Talked about them. Things that are there we can have here. We can have the presence of God with us today. Uh, In fact, uh, in church, we absolutely do. It's a matter of, do you realize it? Do you realize it? He's here. He's in this place where two or more are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. But too many times we we just kind of come in, we leave, we come in, punch the clock, we leave, punch that spiritual clock. Not not realizing, not worshiping uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's his church. It's his presence. Boy, it's his word. We give him praise. And, And so things that are there that we can have here, number one, the presence of God. Put down number two, Peace with God. Peace with God. And of course, it's the presence of God that brings peace with God. In chapter 22, verse number 3, it kind of alludes to this, and there shall be no curse there, uh, no more curse, but the throne of God and, and, and of the Lamb shall be in it, the presence of God, God, uh, and his servants shall serve him. Peace. By that peace. It's the presence of God that brings the peace of God. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Isn't that what we're doing today, Uh, this last year, Uh, these last couple of decades? Uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Hey, I'll fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. His presence is what gives us his peace. Uh, Isaiah says he will keep them in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Who, who have their minds, their hearts focused on walking and talking and loving on the presence of God is what imparts the peace of God. Listen, you don't have to wait till heaven. Well, someday, someday. No, you can have that today. Today. Put down number three. Uh, things that are there we can have here. We don't have to wait until then. Uh, number three, praise towards God. Praise towards God. We could Go back to Revelation chapter 4. We could uh, go back to Revelation chapter 5. There's uh, spots all the way, even uh, throughout the tribulation and throughout Revelation, where there's pure praise, pure praise, pure praise. But when we sing, we don't just sing out, we sing up. Uh, We don't just sing about the Lord. We sing directly to the Lord. Uh, It should be first-person praise singing to Him. Uh, I heard someone Uh, recite, uh, and I think they wrote, uh, why should we praise God today? Listen, if you will. Uh, We should praise God today because he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. Uh, He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all things. He's the architect of the universe, the manager of all time. He always was, always is, and always will be. He's unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, will never be undone. I love that he was bruised and brought healing. He was pierced and he's pain. He was persecuted and brought freedom. He, he died and brought life. He's risen and brings power. He reigns and brings peace. The worlds can't understand him. The uh, armies can't defeat him. The, the schools cannot explain him. The leaders cannot ignore him. Herod could not kill him. Pharisees could not confuse him. And the grave couldn't hold him. Well, I love the fact that we serve a living God. Uh, he went on to say... Nero couldn't crush him, Hitler couldn't silence him, New Age can't replace him, he'll never leave me, he'll never forsake me, he'll never mislead me, he'll never forget me, he'll never overlook me. When I fall, he lifts me up. Uh, When I fail, uh, he cleans me up. When I'm weak, he builds me up. When I stumble, he steadies me up. Uh, When I hurt, he heals me up. When I'm broken, he mends me up. When I'm blind, he leads me. When I'm hungry, he feeds me. When I face trials, he's with me. When I face problems, he comforts me. When I face loss, he provides for me. When I face death, he carries me home. He's God, he's faithful, he's my God, and I'm his child. We should praise God today. We should praise God today. Well, you remember what you were like before you were saved? Remember the life of sin you lived? that hollowness, that emptiness that you had, and then someone told you about the gospel, or uh, you saw, you realized the Holy Spirit of God uh, giving you that understanding, Uh, and then you trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and all of a sudden, everything started making sense. Uh, All of a sudden, you had purpose, you had contentment. Uh, All of a sudden, that Shekinah glory of God, the Kabod, that fullness of God, uh, in Him dwelleth, the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and he dwells in our heart by faith. You don't have to wait till then to have uh, heaven, a little bit of heaven. And I get this world will continue to, to slide and get worse. I get that. Uh, I get that. Uh, we're not going to be able to, to usher in nirvana and make this a, a perfect uh, uh, place, but, but I also get that heaven can be right in here. The presence of God, uh, the peace of God, and our praise to God. Well, let's determine that, yes, there's things here that won't be there. Uh, no curse, no see, no tears, no pain. Uh, there's things here that won't be there, but there are some things there that we absolutely can have here. H.C. Morris spent his life sacrificing and ministering and giving his life to the Chinese people on the mission field. As he was returning home for the last time, it just so happened that Teddy Roosevelt uh, was returning from Africa, a big-game hunt. They ended up on the same ship as they uh, headed home. Teddy Roosevelt, two weeks gone, big-game hunt, Uh, and H.C. Morris, after giving and spending and, and sacrificing his life in ministry. As the ship approached the New York Harbor, there were signs banners welcome home welcome home uh, there were barges with bands that were playing and streamers and festivities and flags and uh, and just revelry everywhere uh, morrison and roosevelt got off the ship about the same time two different stairways uh, morrison kind of off to the side uh, president teddy uh, roosevelt uh, the main the main the cheers the banners and uh, and and as roosevelt was uh, kind of soaking it in, they were pouring it out, they were living it up. H.C. Morris uh, was kind of, kind of depressing, uh, kind of wondering, uh, why, why does uh, Teddy Roosevelt, two weeks in Africa, come back to, to banner celebrations and, and welcome home, welcome home, welcome home, and, and I who gave my life on the mission field, uh, there's not even one person here to meet me. Not even one person here to greet me. but well, after sacrificing it all, uh, why don't I have a welcome home banner for me? Uh, and as he walked off that ship, a still small voice of God said, uh, my child, it's because you're not home yet. You're not home yet. When you're home, there's going to be an innumerable company of angels. The Lord Jesus Christ, arms wide open, saying, well done, thou good and faithful servant. There's not going to be barges with bands. There's going to be clouds with choirs. There's not going to be streamers and revelry. There's going to be an angelic host and and our loved ones that will be greeting us then. Boy, when we're home then, there's things that are here, praise the Lord, that won't be there. But let's determine that today we're going to make some of those things that are there a part of our life. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.